Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of K Al Experience. This is episode, I think this is episode 34. I mean, how clean does this shot look? I mean, come on. Like, enjoy this right now while you can because the actual episode, it's not this fresh looking. The audio and the concepts and the things we talk about are amazing. But the, the quality of it is not. It's a, it's a Zoom video. It's a Zoom video. You know how that is. So I said, let me just go ahead and let me put a little beard oil in. Just a little bit. Not too much. Let me get the light out. Let me get the professional camera set up. And let me talk directly to you guys. Just so you can kind of see this clean look to start the episode. And then rope you in. Rope you in with the clean look. And then just, boom. We have the, the Zoom kind of... I mean, it's not that bad. It's okay. It's doable, but it's not up to my standards, and I'm working on that. I'm working on ways to get the to get the video, uh, you know, much cleaner. And I have actually a really exciting idea. So stay tuned for that on future episodes. But for this episode number 34, I have my friend Zaray Mitchell joining me to talk to me about her company, which is called She Imagined Sweets. And man, if we didn't have an amazing conversation, it was really, really a special talk and it really uh, taught me a lot in the process. And I just, you know, hope and pray that this reaches some of you guys out there. She kind of talked a little bit about, so her business is, I don't want to say too much about it, but I mean, I got rope you in a little bit. I got rope you in real quick, but she, her business is a bite-sized uh, cheesecake company that's been around for about a decade. And she talked a little bit about how it started. And, you know, she talked about some of the hurdles that she faced when she was just talking about this. I just, I, I really believe that there could be a lot of people. There are a lot of people out there uh, who might struggle with this exact thing. And just hearing her talk about it and how she kind of came from the other, came to the other side, or how, how does how does the phrase go? She got to the other side. She figured it out. I don't know. I don't know. But yes, she figured it out. And now, you know, look at her now. She's doing incredible things. And it was a great talk. Uh, I thank Zaray for hopping on. And without further ado, here's the episode. Let's see if you if you could guess what my favorite Mariah Carey song. is. You get three chances. This is okay. going off the cuff. Well, just I was going to go off of just a popular song that I love. Okay. Um, Always Be My Baby. Done. I knew there was something That's about it. you. That's the one. That's I love that song, too. Zaray, uh, first of all, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. I'm excited to be here, to be, to be on your show, and to talk about my artistry. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Like I, like I was mentioning earlier, like I, I've been seeing the stuff that you've been doing, and... Uh, What's, what's so exciting for me is now having a chance to, to talk to the individuals who are doing things that I know are powerful, impactful, inspiring, but now having a chance to learn from them myself, give them a platform to talk about what they're doing to you know hopefully reach another audience, and then also teach my audience about these things that my guests are doing in all these different walks of life. And you know today we're, we're gonna talk about something that I know nothing about aside from everything that goes up into the point that it's actually made and then it's devoured and, and, and enjoyed. I know I know about that part, but everything leading up to that, I, I'm excited to learn about a little bit today. Mm -hmm. um, so let's let's jump right in. So I mentioned She Imagined Sweets. I wanted to talk a little bit about what the company is about, when it was formed, and kind of what gave you the idea to kind of pursue what you're pursuing right now. 
Okay. Um, she Imagine Suites was started back in 2011. Okay. And um, it is just one of my forms of art, um, which is baking. So I call myself the cheesecake artist. Um, when I first started, I was doing all desserts. I was doing um, cup, um, cupcakes, pies, cookies, like everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. And over time, I wanted to be known for one dessert that I did well that was like my signature specialty. And I chose cheesecakes um, because that is what everybody kept going back to. And everybody in the industry, well, it's a lot of people in the industry that do a little bit of everything, but I wanted to say, well, think what could make me stand out? What is my niche? What is my little perfect dessert that you know, go to this person for that? You know, mm-hmm. and um, once I started to focus on cheesecakes, that's when a lot of doors started to open up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, that's just one part of my artistry. I also, I um, do events. I love to coordinate. I love to plan. I love to decorate. Um, and then, of course, my cheesecakes are always a highlight of any event that I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me ask this question. Something just jumped out to me. So you had to make a decision. And that decision was, okay, you're good or great at all these different types of desserts and delicious treats, but you've made the decision, the conscious decision to say, I want to focus in on this one particular type. For me, I got I was just talking to a mentor of mine earlier today, actually, and I was talking to him about when I started my YouTube channel, and I was saying how mm-hmm. I would, it, it was very challenging figuring out, um, I knew there were so many different things that I wanted the channel to be about, And it was very challenging figuring out exactly how to, well, whether I should just focus on one thing or just two things, or really if I'm passionate about three or four or five different things, if I should really do them all. And a lot (laughs) of people kind of shared that it's good to be passionate about a few different things. That's, That's perfectly fine. But like from a business perspective, it's beneficial, I think, and you can clearly kind of speak to it, to have one specific thing that you're the... You, this is your signature. This is your signature, right? Yeah, exactly. So my focus is the cheesecakes, but since, like, like you said, you'd be passionate about more than one thing, I found a way to ca- kind of tie it all together and still find ways to be creative in other aspects as well with keeping cheesecakes as the center. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. So I was doing a little research as, you know, my guest. I got to do some research. I need to know a little bit more about them than just what meets the eye. So I see that you have a psychology degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I want to talk about from Rutgers. So shout out mm-hmm. Rutgers, you and I. So you went to Rutgers, Newark, right? Yes. Okay, so I went to Rutgers, New Brunswick. So our paths could have crossed at some point in, in the time that we were that we were both there. I went to a Rutgers. few parties at the New Brunswick campus, and that okay. definitely needed. <laughs> College Ave and back yeah, in the you guys are on a whole another level. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was a different different world out there for sure. Um, But I wanted to talk a little bit about that degree. So having a psychology degree, that knowledge and that information you learned getting that degree, have you put that to use at all, like in terms of the business, in terms of knowing what people want and all these types of things? Of course, of course. Um, Psychology plays a big part in food. Yeah. um, It definitely, food affects our emotions, you know, Um, and in psychology, it's all about learning about people and their behavior and relationships, you know? So I found, a well, in college, I didn't really know what my major, like what it needed to be. Let, mm-hmm. let me just start there. Yeah. But I knew I wanted to work with people. So that's why I chose psychology. 
And okay. I started to work within the field, just working with people in the community within nonprofits in Newark. Um, but I've always been like a people person. I always like to just study relationships and study what makes them happy, what makes them sad. If this happens, you know, nature and nurture mm-hmm. and food is is such a part of our experiences in life, you know? Yeah. I actually just um, shared how um, a part of our brain, um, basically, um, what is it? Um, the hippocampus, it basically is connected to um, smell and our emotions and how different foods can remind us of different experiences that we've been through. Mm-hmm. And it goes so deep that people don't even like think about it, you know? Yeah. But like if you eat a piece of pie, it could remind you of 10, 10 years ago or 20 years ago when you were a child and your mom used to make you pie, you know? Mm-hmm. Just that one taste, it takes you back. And That's you might fascinating. Feel good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking, so when you say that too, I'm thinking about like taste and then for me and my walk of life like being really really into music and realizing that there's a similarity there in terms of if a song comes on that i haven't heard Mm -hmm. in 10 or 15 or 20 years like more than i was having a conversation more than almost anything else aside from if there happened to have been a someone recording at the time which most of the time there is not someone recording at least you know back in like many years ago but if there was Mm-hmm. A song is like the one thing that can bring you right back there, and it's pretty. It's pretty fascinating. I, I mean, I was sitting, I was playing like a video game the other day, and I forget, I forget which song it was, but somehow, uh, maybe, maybe I was on Instagram or something like that, and like this album that I haven't listened to since middle school or high school, I haven't like listened to it at all, and it just, it just came to my mind. I was like, man, I need, I need to listen to this like in its entirety tomorrow, and I did that. And I was, I was like taken aback, just the same way that you're saying that with food. It's, it's fascinating how that can like make you remember immediately, you know, where you were at that time. Yes, yes. And you, and you forgot what you think that you forgot about it. It's still there. It's, it's still, still in your there. mind, but something has, has to trigger that thought, you know, it could be the food, yeah. it could be music, you know, a smell. So Culinary Institute. You studied mm-hmm. there as well, right? So was this right after graduating from Rutgers? Uh, so I graduated from um, Rutgers, and then I went into the field um, of psychology. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it, but it, it, it wasn't, it, it didn't give me the freedom that I needed as an artist. So I knew I needed to, to like kind of find what I loved. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was going through a very tough time um, in my first job after college. So I was going through a breakup and I was working at a job that I didn't enjoy as much as I should have. So okay. I'm like, okay, I got my degree. I did everything I was supposed to do. Why am I not happy in this job? <laughs> right, right. Um, but I realized over time that I wasn't um, kind of exercising the creative gifts that God gave me. I kind of let it sit back to work the nine to five. And, you know, as we're growing up, some, some of us are... I guess society teaches us that you have to get that nine to five job. And a lot of people don't choose the um, route of artistry because it's not guaranteed to make money from it. You know, so we go the safer route and then we just do our artistry on, on, on our free time. But I knew I need to find like a balance. And that's when I went through a very strong and deep spiritual experience with God when I was seeking those answers. 
Mm -hmm. Um, you know, God gave me those answers that I needed and um, let me know I needed to do what I loved. And that's what life is about doing what I love and using the gifts that he has given me. That's, that's so powerful. That that's like a, that's an important reminder for all of us, for all of us believers to say like, if ever, which happens often, I'm sure in all of our life, but we're not certain or not sure about something or anything, something mm -hmm. significant like you're talking about, it's he, he has the answers, right? You can exactly. pray about these things. You can ask for some guidance. You can ask for some, some help. It's okay to need help for those types of big decisions, you know? Yeah. And it's important never to, never to forget that. And yeah. I think we all do. I do, you know, we all do sometimes, but like yeah. hearing stories like this, mm -hmm. uh, it's helpful for me to remember as, as well as other people to just say that's, that should be the first thing. Yeah. To, to let your art be free, you know, a lot of us, we, we die with our gifts and you don't want to be someone that dies with gifts still inside of them that haven't even been born yet. My dad always tells me that, you know, like do what you love and the money will find you. And he always told me to be rich in spirit and not rich in the world. And that's what kept me going too for so long. Just doing what I love brings me joy, you know? Yeah, it's it's such a it's such a huge thing. Like once you make that transition, once you can say that, you know, waking up and and pouring into your gift, whatever that gift may be, and being able to start seeing the potential in yeah. how, like you just mentioned, how whatever you're offering, whatever this either certain product or services that you're offering, there's there's potent there's always potential there. And once you start seeing that, it's it's like a it's a hugely transformative experience. Yes, it is. And right. when I went through that experience with God uh, 10 years ago now, because it happened when I was 23 years old. Okay. When I first, because I always believed in God, but I never had a very strong spiritual experience. Okay. It was like, oh my God, God is real. Like, you know, God spoke to me. Like, I never had that type of experience before. And that made me just a true believer and definitely just faithful to the vision that God showed me. Because yeah. 10 years ago, when God was telling me to do what I love, I saw basically like flashes of my future. And now I can say that because I saw it back then. Wow. And I saw myself getting on the news. I saw myself on like TV shows doing things. And all those things have happened now. And I look back and I smile I said, if I didn't believe the vision God gave me and trusted the fact that I could use my gifts and live a purposeful life, then I wouldn't have did it. Right. You know? So it was really a story of... Um, it's a love story, I call it. You know, it's really a love story for myself, for God, and just for my faith in myself and in my gifts, you know? Right. That's, that's incredible, Zuri. I, that's, I appreciate you sharing that, that testimony. I, I definitely hope and pray that this, and I know it will, that it reaches people that need to hear it. That, that's that's yeah. what I always think about. I mean, I need to hear, I needed to hear that personally, and I know mm -hmm. that there's people out there that, that are that can relate that can relate that are looking for that that how to how to take that first step what to do to in order to kind of uh help blossom exactly it is a risk and um i was never you know the type of person that um really wanted to be front and center because when I was growing up, I used to stutter very, very bad. So I only would talk unless I was spoken to, because of course I had to respond. Um, so I would try to put myself in situations and put myself in a career 
why I didn't have to do, you know, too much talking when I, when I was younger. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, if I am an artist, I went to school for art, for painting and drawing and all that. Um, if I'm an artist or a model, I don't have to speak. So I was starting to like create my life around an area where I didn't have to use, use my voice. After a while, I had to break those chains off my mind and say I had to get past this fear of mine of speaking and break through my stuttering so I could have a voice. And I would really pray um, to God to have a voice and to be able to speak without stuttering, to be able to read without stuttering. But it was a whole process for me. Um, but I I go around to schools well, well, before you know the pandemic happened. Yeah. I was going around to school and sharing my story. Um, um, to, to the kids on how to get over fears and things that are holding them back. And I always share a story about how to break through those barriers of me getting through my fear of speaking and how I had to go through prayer and through a lot of self-reflection in order to get past those barriers. And now I appreciate my voice so much because I see it as a gift. You know, mm -hmm. some people, it's so easy for them to speak and have a conversation when they were younger, but it wasn't for me, mm -hmm. you know? So it's really, like I said, a story of um, definitely faith and self-love and growth and evolving and trusting the process of things. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's another really powerful thing for someone to hear. Because that's, whether it's, whether it's something that, that can be debilitating, right? Like if you- It was. It was. Right. <laughs> I went through depression because of it, wow. you know? Yeah. And it was something I had to get through my own. Yeah, yeah. That didn't really end for me until I got into high school. So that's a long time. <laughs> of course, yeah. Especially if if you have these these you know passions about knowing that you you know you see yourself in the art field doing something art related at the time. Of course, maybe not knowing explicitly where where you were gonna gonna get to. Uh, but if you have those thoughts and then you and then that doubt is in is in your mind talking about like. I, I know that I'm passionate about this, but if I do this, it's going to require me to have to speak and have to do this and that. And it's going to expose you. It's going to, yeah, <laughs> right. And that's like, that's terrifying. That's like, yes. I don't want to be exposed. I want to exactly. just- <laughs> Right, right, right. How long was the, the Culinary uh, Institute that you went to? How, how long was the program? So I, I'm, I'm self-taught and I took courses at the Culinary Institute, the French Culinary um, Institute in New right. York. Right. Um, I took those courses. It, it's like one-off courses that you would take and they'll last like for a couple months. Yeah. So I would get different certificates and I did a lot of self-teaching um, um, because okay. there's so many resources out, out here for us to, to teach ourselves. I took advantage of that. Yeah. Um, but I remember after I had that experience with God, I called my mom and I told her, mom, I want to go to this baking school that I've been looking at online for like, I think a year. I just kept going to the site. Like they like they're having so much fun baking the cakes and yeah. baking the pies. Like why can't that be me? But you know, like <laughs> yeah, sure, I felt sure. like there's berries in front of me, but there really wasn't. Right. You know, so my mom paid for that first course. Uh, I quit my job literally like, the next week, unfortunately, I didn't even have the energy to get my two weeks notice because I was not happy at the time. Yeah. You know, I just wanted yeah. to dive deep into what I loved. Mm -hmm. um, so I went to school there for their, I think their program was about three months. It was like an intensive course. Um, then I hopped around to, to a different school, took some courses there, self-taught, and I started selling pies to um, friends and family. 
Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> it starts there. It starts with yeah. your friends and family. Right. Of course. Of course. And it was so like bootleg, just to call it that. Uh-huh. Um, I wrapped the pies in saran wrap. Um, you know, I I was dropping off to, to to my to my family and friends, and everyone's like, "How do you go from this to baking pies?" Uh-huh. Like, you know, everyone was looking at me a little crazy, but I was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I was baking these little apple tarts. <laughs> that uh-huh. I learned from school. Uh huh. This French recipe, and it was just like an amazing recipe. I just made like h- hundreds of pies and gave it to everybody for like fifteen dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's how that's th- those were the first bake bake goods that you started selling when you first first was the apple tarts. Okay. Mm-hmm. And from so the apple let's... tarts, I moved to different fruit pies and stuff. Yeah. But when I was younger, I always did like box desserts and stuff. So I always was just like baking and trying to create stuff to watch people enjoy. Mm. I always had like a passion for watching people eat what I made. Wow. I'm very ceremonial. I'm like a little crazy. (laughs) So serious. Like if I make a cake, I don't want you to cut it till I'm there. And I don't want you to taste it till I'm there. Wow. Yeah. You want to know how much they like it or if they don't like it. (laughs) Right? Which I'm sure, I mean... Especially when you're first starting out, when you're experimenting and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. That's totally key, man. Yeah. I mean, even like to this day when my mother or like my boyfriend tastes my my cheesecakes, I always ask them, how is it? They're like, it's the same as it was last time. Amazing. But Mm -hmm. I still ask because I need to know and I want to make sure it's just as good as last time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're not slipping. It's not like, hey, right, right. I'm loving this conversation. I just got to (laughs) say, let the, let the record show that, you know, this is definitely just super inspiring and, and learning a lot, you know, in the process as well. So when, when we talk about the, the transition into, into She Imagined Sweets, you started with the apple tart, the French uh apple tart that you were making you were selling these and you were seeing that people were loving them how did that kind of like segue into thinking oh i need to brand this into something yeah um i think i think i actually branded it before i started making the apple tarts like right after i was done with that first course i said i'm gonna start a business and um she imagined sweets came about i remember i was in a dining room with my mom and um, I was looking up like different inspirations to figure out what my name was because I was making business cards and I knew that I was going to do the apple tarts Mm -hmm. Um, and um, she imagined sweets came up because I wanted it to be clear that it was a woman so she that was making these beautiful desserts (laughs) imagine came up because I always had a very very big imagination Um, I'm always creating um, so imagine, and then of course sweets. So mm. I just thought it just flowed very nicely. And I was like, the name is kind of long, but I love it. So I'm gonna keep it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now when people say she imagines sweets, I think people have a little bit of appreciation for it. Cause it is long, but mm. it's so nice. I like the name of my company. It is I've, funny. I look back and I think like, it's kind of long, but hopefully people would say it and spell it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love the name and I love how you explained it. And even before the explanation, you have to like I, the thought process of having she in there is is incredible and awesome. And I love that. And the word ima- imagine, even without knowing you and without knowing where that word came from in, in terms of, you know, your branding, 
we can kind of the audience you know look outside looking in can kind of think about this person being creative yeah and Uh, it's a a powerful word it is like imagine imagination is such a powerful word yeah it is if someone wants to like me for example i mean i like cheesecake if someone wants to try some of your some of your you know your offerings how do we do that um, so my website is sheimaginesweets.com. Um, I do pre-orders only. So people have to basically put in their order um, by Wednesday at three o'clock in order to have their order deliver on Saturday morning. Um, right. Or they could choose to pick up. So how many different offerings do you have? Um, I have five different flavors. Um, right. I have banana pudding. I have cherry. I have strawberry. Um, I have candy bar and then cookies and cream. Man, sounds good. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> tell you something about about uh, cheesecake. So I used, I mean, I guess historically, or used to not really enjoy cheesecake. When I think of cheesecake, I think of plain cheesecake with just you know some crust and just like thick cheesecake without like much flavoring and stuff. And yeah. I hate- I don't like that too much, you know? Me either. That's why I created mine. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, the average cheesecake is like that, the way you just explained. <laughs> <laughs> there's something to this, like, where we can really embellish on this a little bit. We can imagine some new type of way to really appreciate this type imagine. of Imagine. I like the way you use the word. <laughs> exactly. See, I'm, I'm, right, I'm right there. No, that that sounds that sounds really cool. So so do you have you done any like uh like events and stuff like that as well? You mentioned events earlier. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. Um so I do a dessert party once a year. The last three three years I've I've done dessert parties. Um I also do weddings, I've catered weddings, I did like dessert tables, ba- baby showers, birthdays, all types of events. Very cool, very and the cool. cheese are always set on um display. It's like a display piece. Yeah, <laughs> Especially yeah. all the sports that are in them. Like people really enjoy just the view and they always call me later. A lot of people call me unfortunately saying that they didn't even get a chance to taste the cheesecake because their guests ate them all. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good thing for you, but it's also a bad thing for them, I guess. Right? Yeah, that's where they end up ordering their own box like right. after the event. Um, I want to talk about some other things that are uncheesecake related, but they might they might have something to do with cheesecake depending on how you answer them. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, okay. right? Okay. All right. So I want to. I want to start off, and I'm going to ask you a question about your favorite movie or show. And if you don't have a favorite movie or show, you can just name a movie or show that you really like a lot. Okay. Um, my favorite movie is definitely the Hunger Games huh. series. Okay. Yeah, I am a big fan of the Hunger Games. Okay. Yeah. Um, specifically the first one. Um, I just like the idea of a woman just basically uprising against society and breaking down barriers and just fighting her way through, you know, it's definitely a deep movie that has a lot of different meanings. Okay. I haven't seen any of them yet. Are there three? Oh my God. I I was debating when you were answering that. I was like, um, do I tell her I haven't seen them or do I just like, yes, you have to see it. Oh my God. So wait, were the Hunger Games, do you know if they, I'm sure, I think they were, but do you know if they were based on a book? The books, yeah. I, I, I didn't even read the books. 
Okay, okay. I just saw the movie. So I know the books are amazing. The books are always better than the movie. You can binge watch all day and watch all the movies in one day. Like, that's how yeah. good it is. You, you won't get bored. There's no dull moment. Okay. You know, it's a great movie. All right, excellent. That's, uh, that's on the list immediately. Very Yeah, cool. you have to. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so next question for you. I want to ask a question about music. Okay. And I want you to imagine going to a dream concert where you're at this concert and you're picking five artists, DOA, dead or alive, that are at your dream concert that you're seeing perform for you and you know whoever else. What <laughs> artists do you think are going to be there? Okay. So five artists have one concert just for me and I get mm -hmm. to choose. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I would have to do Boys to Men because I like, I listen to Boys to Men to this day. I love the soulful music, real music, you know? Um, so Boys to Men will be one. Um, I'm a huge fan of Sting. I grew up on Sting. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, so okay. Sting will be there. Um, I love Whitney Houston. So she will be there performing for me. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I have two more left, right? Um, I love Mariah Carey. I was that young girl singing all the Mariah Carey songs and making all the dances to her music. Yeah. And I have one more. Um, and er Erica Badu. Wow, that's a powerful list there. That's a my good friend. show, right? That's a powerful, yeah. Sign me up. How much are those tickets? <laughs> They're free for everybody. There you go. I like that. Good answer. <laughs> Family Feud. Good answer. Good answer. They're free. We all come and enjoy and eat cheesecakes. Right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I like that. Okay. So so when you say Mariah Carey, I was up so I play the piano and my favorite, yeah, one of my favorite, if not my favorite songs to play on the piano is my favorite Mariah Carey song of all time, without question. Can you go ahead and do me a favor and just, just guess that song for me? Let's see if you if you could guess what my favorite Mariah Carey song is. You get three chances. This is okay. going off the cuff. Well, I was going to go off of just a popular song that I love. Then. Okay. Um, Always Be My Baby. Done. I knew there was something That's about it. you. That's the one. Right I love there. that song too. That was one of my favorite songs growing up. Oh yeah. my God, yes. Like that and Hero. Yeah, oh, Hero's great. Oh. Yeah, that's powerful. Yes. Powerful yes. song there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love music and that's another thing that I, I really appreciate asking. If someone, like Sting for example, I know some of his songs, mm -hmm. I don't know a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And so to hear someone, you know, mentioned that him in, in the top five means that okay that means i need to revisit because i appreciate all different areas of music like i really do appreciate it so thank yeah, you for sharing the thing, look up um when we dance that's that's one of my favorite songs by when we dance. okay when we dance. all right i will forget this but okay I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you yeah and we have the episode it's all being recorded too so i can just go back <laughs> timestamp and i'll be good i want to know what would you say is the most important or impactful piece of advice that you've ever been given or most important thing that you've ever learned in your life? Yeah, I've learned. Ooh, I've learned so much. I feel like I'm 80 years old, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> wow. Um, I'll say the most impactful thing is, um, that I've learned is letting go of things that no longer serve you. Um, and that no longer, 
just need to be in your life. So I just was talking to a friend earlier and we were talking about uh, um, letting go um, habits, people, places, and things that don't need to be watered anymore because you need to save that energy for things that need to grow, for things that, you know, there is growth in that, you know? So um, I think that's one of the most impactful things <laughs> um, yeah. that, you know, if I could tell my younger self that in order to let things go and to let things flow and stop trying to hold on to things that no, no longer serve you. Wow. Um, so you could grow in areas that God does want you to grow in. Mm -hmm. That's always been hard for me, but I've, I've learned. That's powerful. That's powerful. Okay. I love that. That's, that's another, just, you just knocking out the part. Everything I ask you, bam, <laughs> boom, that's it. You know, you got <laughs> ready to go. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. So I got one more question for you. So imagine that you are, are talking to someone who uh, is interested and passionate about culinary arts. And this person is just looking for that piece of advice to say, okay, this is what I recommend. Having been there before, knowing that this is something I'm passionate about, and you know, having been doing it for several years uh, like you have, this is like the one piece of advice that I would give you to kind of get started with the process. What would you say that piece of advice would be for that person? Um, my piece of advice would be just to continue to focus on being creative. Um, and like I said earlier, just doing what you love. If cooking or baking or any type of art, you know, mm -hmm. if that's what you love, then do it and dive deep into it. You know, if that's what makes your spirit feel bright, if that's what makes you feel purposeful and, you know, that's what you love to do, don't be scared to, to try it out, mm -hmm. you know. But um, specifically to the food industry, stay creative stay up with with not not even stay with the trends find your path and your niche and stick to that you know it's room for everybody you know it's room for everybody right right i love it so i i need to try what, what's what's your favorite what's your favorite of the five that you mentioned cheesecakes or is that I a hard like question like them all okay yeah it's like a, <laughs> I can't exclude one because I made them all with love and I don't want them to get jealous of each other. Like, I love them all. So I love banana pudding. So I know I would definitely enjoy that. Um, and in general, when I get sweets from, you know, restaurants, I, I love apple. So when you were mentioning apple tarts earlier, I was like, I was like, I need, I, I would love to have one of those right now. So apple things I love um, and, and chocolate. I mean, I guess pretty much everything i guess you know so i you like chocolate the customer favorite box the customer favorite box has a little bit of everything in there okay so we can so i can literally and i will do this place an order you said you you said you do del deliver to and pick up or yeah so i so right now it's delivery throughout union and Exus county okay um, and then for a bigger event so say if someone orders at least um 96 cheesecakes then we deliver outside of those counties if not okay. then they have to pick up gotcha okay yeah that the the box that you mentioned is exactly what i need to try we <laughs> might have to get two of those because if we get one and my wife wants them too we're gonna be like we're gonna be fighting over who gets what basically so we'll have to get two of those boxes well, i have a box of 12 and a box of 24. oh well you get multiple of each yeah so the box of, of 12 you get four four flavors so it's at three of each and then a box okay. of 24 you get six of each oh, so that's perfect. more than enough for the, for the two of you well hey you don't hey you don't you don't you don't know us that well so i don't know if no, no sorry no, <laughs> no, i'm just joking that's perfect no that sounds great i'm excited to try those out 
And I just got to say, um, I'm just super appreciative of you taking some time out to talk to me today, be a guest on KL Experience. It, it meant a lot and I learned a lot and I'm just excited for you, excited for the future of your company. And like those pictures that you post are incredible. Like the art with like you standing on the cupcake. I said, I need to post this on my story right now. I need people knowing who I am talking to tonight. It's really cool. I just like everything that you're doing and I'm super happy for you. And, you know, I think the sky's the limit with that. Having God there and, and leaning on him and knowing the importance of that, then the sky literally is the limit um, to, you know, whatever goals that you have for your business. I know that you'll be able Amen. to. Do. Thank you. And yeah. congrats to you and all that you're doing. I, and I'm grateful that you even asked me to come on today. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, have a great rest of the night, my friend. Uh, and I'm excited to get this episode out and you'll, uh, you'll be seeing it soon. Great. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. All right. You too. Take care. Bye.